welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Hope you are doing awesome today. My name is Matt Smith. I am your host, and this is the Service Industry Podcast. Hey, if you are new, welcome. I just want to welcome you personally, and uh, I'm glad you found our podcast wherever you may have found it, whether it was YouTube or iTunes or wherever the heck you found us, welcome. This podcast is for entrepreneurs, um, and we specifically cater to the home service business space. So if you own a, a company where you are out servicing people's homes of any sort, lawn care, pest control, window cleaning, power washing, carpet cleaning, anything, Um, This is your place to be. Uh, So welcome. Hey, so today we're talking about self-doubt and doubting whether or not you can accomplish the dreams that you have set forth uh, before you. Um, This is a a pretty important thing because, man, it just does not matter unless you're a freak of nature. We all sometimes doubt what we're doing, right? Even myself, man, like, you know, I've won in many, many ways. And at times I still kind of have doubt, like, oh gosh, am I sure this is going to work? Like, am I sure this is going to pan out, you know, in, in business and in life and in all different aspects, right? We all have been there and we all fall there sometimes. And the crazy thing about entrepreneurship is that um, it's something that's not talked about very often, uh, but man, it's a lonely game. It just is like if you are a what we call a purebred entrepreneur, an entrepreneur who literally is all in like building businesses is your passion. It can be a lonely game because there's just not a lot of people out there like you. Right. And so uh, this podcast is for those of you that have been here before. And I hope if these times ever arise again, you can come back to it and let it motivate you and encourage you uh, to remind you that you're not alone in the way that you're feeling is 100% normal. So, uh, you know, a little backstory. When I started my home service business, uh, my first year we did 43,000 in sales. Okay. I paid myself pennies out of that because I reinvested a lot of it back into the business, but we did like nothing, man, like 40,000 in sales, right? So going into year two, you know, I had big goals and we wanted to hit six figures. And um, if you are in the range of you're doing, you know, $100,000, $200,000, $500,000, you can probably relate to this in some way. But back when you're doing like a very, very small amount of revenue, to think that, you know, you can go from 40,000 to 125 in a, a short eight month season when you've never done it, you're like, gosh, that is impossible. Um, And so I went through that, right? Like, I was like, man, like, it only makes sense that we need to do six figures our second year. Uh, I just, it feels like impossible to me. Like, I don't know how this is going to work, right? And so to give you guys a pointer, for those of you that have big goals and, and they feel impossible and, you know, they're not, but you've never done it before, um, here's what helped me. When I was in that season very, very early on, when my business was very, very tiny, I went out and I found uh, a handful of guys that had done what I was trying to do. Uh, As I say this, I literally feel like a broken record because I talk about it so much. But guys, finding mentors and finding people who have had success in the areas that I want to have success is crucial to your success in life, right? Like 
if you want to own a big service company, go find someone who owns a big service company and learn from them. And that's what I did, man. And so I went and met people who had gone through what I was going through at the moment. And they encouraged me. They gave me some proven ways to get there to that six figure mark. And like clockwork, year two, we got there like easy. And at the end of year two, you look back and you're like, oh, like that wasn't so bad. You know, like that wasn't quite as hard as I thought it might be. Right. But when you're looking at the goal and you've never gotten there before and you don't know what's possible. And to be honest, self-doubt, that is what it all stems from. We don't know or we don't 100% believe that what we are working towards is possible. And by the way, that's 100% normal to feel that way, okay? So if you feel like that, don't think like there's something wrong or you're not thinking big enough or whatever the case is, like that's just natural. Or you're like, man, like can I clean windows and make over, you know, $100,000 in an eight-month season? Like is that really real? Like when I was small, I didn't know, right? Until I went and found out, you know, there was people that had done it before me. And so if they can do it, then I can do it. Uh, it's kind of like the the four minute mile. If you've ever heard about that, I can't remember the year. I want to say it was back. I just read this too. Back in the fifties, I believe um, there was a gentleman who, you know, hadn't ever been done before. Uh, and then this guy runs a mile in under four minutes, right? It hadn't been done ever. And then back in the 50s or 60s, a guy does it. And then guess what happens? It starts, a lot of other people start to break the four-minute mile. And so what is that, right? Like there's people, there's tons of people now that have ran under a four-minute mile. So why is that? It's very simple. It's because people looked back and they saw that it was possible that somebody like them did it, right? And so now that they know it is possible, there's something in our mind that triggers that says, I can do this, right? But before, because nobody else has done it, right? It's impossible to you. And so how the heck am I going to get there? And I believe the the rare few, right, that do that, like the guy who, who broke the mile for the first time, the four minute mile for the first time. Like there's people out there that are, are just like freak of nature type people. And they're just mentally and mentally strong, like they 100% believe in themselves more than, than the majority of people you probably know believe in themselves. And they're the ones that kind of set the mark, right? Like uh, another example of a more modern time would be like a Conor McGregor, um, who went on to win two UFC belts at the same time. He was the first one to ever do it. But guess what? What was that? Maybe two years ago now, two and a half years ago, he did that. Since then, there's been maybe two or three new people that have gone on to win two UFC belts at the same time. And so, you know, other people saw that it was possible and then they went for it, right? Like then they knew that they could do it. And so this is no different, guys. This is why it's so important to go find somebody who's done what you're trying to do. And this is why you listen to podcasts like ours, because we're trying to do our best to teach you things that will allow you to get a lot further faster, right? And I know this isn't a very technical episode right now that I'm giving you of a very specific marketing uh, path or whatever, but this is a crucial part of growing a business is your mindset. And I'm not a big um, mindset guru obsession type guy. Like I don't focus on it 24 hours a day, but I am smart enough to recognize that your mindset is very, very important. 
And to have a fresh mindset and a go-getter mindset and a I can do this mindset, man, it takes a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And one of those things is being around people that have done what you're trying to do. So that is by far uh, the most important step that you can take. The other thing that has helped me when uh, you know going after new goals, big goals, is looking back on the goals that I have accomplished in the past, right? And because here's what happens. The story I told you when we went to, you know, from 43,000 to six figures in eight months, that was uh, a big deal to me then. But looking back on it now, I'm like, that was a silly goal. Like that was silly to be scared of, right? But it wasn't because, you know, it's easy to forget what it was like to be at 43,000 in sales, Okay, so now when I have a monster goal and I'm like, gosh, dude, I don't know if that's possible, right? I'm just at, I'm at the same point I was when I was at 43,000, my goals are just bigger, right? And so when I'm able to look back on, on earlier goals that I have accomplished and I say, Matt, remember when you had that one goal that felt impossible and then you crushed it because you executed on a plan? No different, bud, this is no different. Bigger goal, bigger numbers, but no different. You're in the same boat. It encourages me because I have proven to myself that I can do it, right? And by the way, that's where self-confidence comes from. In order to crush goals, you gotta be self-confident. And self-confidence comes from keeping the promises that you hold or that you make to yourself. So if you make a promise to yourself and you don't keep it, how in the world are you supposed to be self-confident? If you can't keep a promise to yourself, who can you keep a promise to, right? But when you, when you do keep promises to yourself and you crush goals and you commit to something and you don't quit and you look back and you go, man, I freaking did it. Yes. You know what I mean? And then you come to the next hard point in life where you, you set your next big goal and you're like, I don't know, man, I'm not sure if it's possible. And then you remind yourself like, hey, bud, that's what you thought last time. But guess what? You were freaking consistent. You did everything you said you were gonna do. You reverse engineered the plan. And when you did that, you reached your goal. This is no different. You are 100% capable of doing it because you've already done it, right? So when you hold promises true to yourself, right? When you make a promise to yourself and you capitalize on it and you do it, you will become more self-confident, which in return will make it a lot easier for you to hit goals and for you to push through those hard times. Because here's the deal. Goals are uh, a weird thing. I think goal setting is wickedly important. 100%, man. Like you got to be goal setting. You got to have your revenue goals. You, and, and more than that, you can't just set, let's say you want to do 200,000. You can't just have a $200,000 goal. You got to break that $200,000 goal down to each month, um, sometimes specifically down to each week. That way you always know whether or not you're on track. So I'm a big goal setter, 100%, right? But if you don't have a why, a reason why you want to obtain those goals, you'll never ever hit them. And if you do, you won't be able to do it long-term, okay? And so I'm a big time goal setter, man, but you also gotta have a really good reason why you're doing it. Because guess what? Specifically in business, building a big business will be by far top three hardest things you do. One of the top three hardest things you do in life will be building a big business. I would, uh, I would bet almost everything I own that you could talk to any successful person and they would say that building their company was one of the hardest things that they ever did. 
right? And you cannot do hard things just because you want to hit a goal. You have got to have a why. It's no different than a kid in high school who plays football, who has great skills, a great skill set. He doesn't work hard because he wants to make a million dollars, right? He works hard because he wants to make it to the college team. He wants to get drafted. He wants to go get a scholarship so his school is paid for, right? And then from college, he's working hard on the college football team because he wants to make it to the NFL. Now, of course, he wants to make it to the NFL because, yeah, he'll make good money. But the real reason is, is because he loves football. Because there's no other career he would rather do than play football, right? And so his why is because he wants to do what he loves. And he realizes that, hey, in high school, I have to work hard so I can make it on a big college team. Once I'm on that big college team, then I'm going to have an opportunity to showcase my skill set and hopefully make it to the NFL. The money is a byproduct, right? But goal setting is interesting because without a why behind it, you will, you will struggle long-term to hit it. And that's not, I don't want to go too deep into that with this podcast, but just know that, right? Like set your goals. It's important, but have a why. And also when you're in the self-doubt modes, you know, a goal will not motivate you to get out of those self-doubt modes. Your why will. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Well, Matt, you're doing this because when you grew up, right, you had a split family you guys didn't have a whole lot of money. You, you had what you needed, but you weren't above and beyond, you know, wealthy, lower middle class at best, right? You're doing this because you don't want your daughter to have to go through that. You're doing this because you don't want your wife to have to work like, you know, 40 hours a week like my mom did. You're doing this because when your kid gets old, you want her to go on to believe that she can do whatever she wants, that she can chase her dreams, right? You got to have wise guys. And it is not just a number. It is not just a goal. When you have a true why, even when you come into moments of self-doubt, it will help you push through those times, okay? So those are kind of my, my points there. Shorter podcast, but go find someone who's done what you're trying to do. To this day, guys, I still have uh, two people specifically when I'm down and out, when I'm feeling like maybe I made a mistake, when I'm, I'm not going to hit the goal I wanted to hit, when I'm wondering if I made the right choice in life, I can pick up the phone and call these dudes and they will talk me off the ledge. And what's funny is I go into that phone call feeling defeated and I come out of it feeling like I can conquer the world. And it's very simple. When you hear and learn from other people that have been in your place and they have been there and conquered it and got to where you want to be and they remind you that it's possible, it's all you need. It's wild how you can go into a conversation feeling defeated and coming out feeling like there's no way I'm freaking losing. So this podcast is just to remind you like, hey, feeling like that is normal, okay? The biggest mistake though that you'll make is when you feel like that, you don't do anything about it to get it out of your head. Because the worst thing you can do is linger on it for periods of time. When I start to feel like that, I act on it instantly because that crap has got to get out of my head or else it will paralyze me. It, I won't be able to accomplish anything thinking like that, right? And we all get there. Everyone does. But a main way is to have people to call on or go listen to podcasts like this, right? It's to have a good why 
to know why you're doing what you're doing, right? It's to set your goals and to have a, an actionable plan. You've reverse engineered it. You know exactly what you have to do to get there, right? The other reason people feel the self-doubt is because, or, or doubting they can, uh, you know, uh, conquer the plan that they have is because they don't believe in the plan that they laid, laid in front of them, right? Like if you don't have a plan that you believe in, how in the heck do you think that you're going to make it? So you've got to have a good plan in place, man. I'm telling you. So you got those three things, someone to fall back on, right? You've got a great plan in place that you believe in and you have your why. If you follow that, you'll be okay. You'll get through times that are tough, I promise. And that goes for all parts of life, not just business. Even though this is a business podcast, if you apply that to all parts of life, it will be so much easier to get through those hard times. So, hey, I love you guys. Hey, we got like six reviews the other day on iTunes and uh, that was awesome. Thank you. So if you listen on iTunes or wherever you can leave a review, please do. It means the world to us. Uh, we are trying to get to 50 reviews. I think we're at 31, um, 50 reviews on iTunes specifically. Uh, and we're at 31. So we need 19 more uh, and we'll be there, which would be sweet. That would be awesome. That would mean the world to us. You know, we don't ask for anything in return, um, but we just ask that you would share this with somebody who needs it and leave us a review. And uh, we're just happy we can help. So I will see you guys on the next episode very, very soon. And just remember, when you get in those dark places, when you start to have doubt, when you start to wonder if you can accomplish the things that you've laid out before you, remember you can and remember the steps I just told you to get through those tough times. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.